This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is on who are losers, who are the lost, and who are the learning. So I'll answer this really explicitly up front. I don't believe that there are losers. However, I do believe there are people who act like losers. And by that, I mean people who like to blame others and make excuses and take no ownership and people who give up. Aside from that, I think most of us fall in the category of feeling lost or feeling like we're learning or feeling maybe even held back by other reasons, but there is a sense of control that we do have over our lives and there's a lot that we can control. But this episode is really about identifying what's holding us back in certain areas and holding us back from reaching our full potential because blaming isn't helpful. There are plenty of reasons to make excuses. Society provides many reasons based on our race, our gender, our background. There's so many numerous reasons why we cannot feel successful in certain areas of our life. However, I think that there is so much power in being more self-compassionate. What areas are we lost in or what areas are we learning in? My hope is that we come out of this podcast episode feeling more self-compassion around the areas in our life where we want to win and also having more of an understanding around how to make changes in those areas. Segments for this podcast episode will be first a question from the No Starving Artist community, then we'll get into a culture wreck, really good one, and then the last segment is our reflection questions and really kind of diving into our topic and so please stay tuned. Feel free to reach out to me for general perspective or marketing consulting on the podcast. My email is hello at morebyher.com and please, please share this podcast on social, rate and review it wherever you're listening so people can also find this podcast. Let's get into it. So I'm going to answer this question from the No Starving Artist community with some brevity. The question was, when creating this first podcast episode, were you scared no one would listen? And my answer to that is, of course. I always think it's worth, however, pushing past fear. With this podcast, it was very much a loved-based decision to share it and launch it with the world. I wanted to provide value to other people, and that takes precedent over whether I care if I sound good, whether I care if people tune in immediately. I know that I could continue to improve over time and make this podcast incredibly valuable to folks and I continue and hope to do that. And so over time, the people who become successful are of course the people who fail a lot and the likelihood that you will be successful increases if you continue to try. Actually, we're going to get into our reflection questions because they dive deeper into this topic and we'll switch segments and end with our culture wreck. (music) 
So what is holding you back from reaching your full potential? Do you have a clear vision for what success would look like for you? What are areas of your life that are in your control? And what are areas of your life that are not in your control? This is a really good foundational way to start thinking about areas that we want to improve in our life, areas where we're not successful, but not deeming ourselves as losers. We can definitely feel like we are losing when we get into a mindset of feeling powerless, etc. But losers are definitely not what we are and we can act like we are losing if we're blaming or giving excuses and not taking ownership. I think that to an extent we have to acknowledge the fact that we live in a society where success isn't easy for everyone. Reaching success is particularly difficult based on your age, your race, your financial background, your sexuality, but there aren't people who don't have anything in their control. What we can truly control is our mindset so that we can move to a place where we're learning and we're trying again or get a better understanding of tools and support that we need to put in place to actually allow us to have healthy practices. So feeling an understanding of how you can make changes is ultimately the goal of this episode and having more empathy towards your challenge areas is another goal of this episode. So let's dissect who the lost ones and the learners are. And we all contain all of this. We all are successful people, lost ones, learners, all in one person. There's areas always in our lives for improvement. There's always opportunity for improvement. And that's the beauty of life. Lifetime of learning. So quite explicitly, lost ones are someone who just generally feels that they are not powerful and something is throwing them off and not allowing them maybe in some instances to feel powerful. While learners are people who feel powerful in some sense, but definitely acknowledge that they need to improve in some area, though they're not conscious or they are conscious of what that area is. So as far as lost ones, I'm going to highlight some attributes of reasons why people can feel lost. A big one that arises for me, and given the last question, for me, fear. Definitely fear continues to arise for me um, as a theme as to why I sometimes feel lost. And that fear can be fear of judgment hugely from others or judgment from ourselves. Historically, I was a very big critic of myself. And then I dated people who were really worse judges than of me than me. And it helped me develop more self-compassion. I don't recommend going that route. I also think it's worth examining the lives. This is the thing I've been doing lately. All the people who reach out to me and maybe leave mean comments or I see people leaving mean commentary on other people's work and I check them out and I see, hey, I wonder who these people are who are spreading hate or negativity out into the world. And the truth is 99.9999% of the time I've discovered that these people are not doing anything. Not that the people aren't anything, but the people who are the biggest critics aren't doing anything because they likely are more judgmental upon themselves than they are upon other people. And so they're probably dealing with a lot of inner demons. <laughs> and that's a really big inhibitor from them going out. And so examining why and where are 
feeling of powerlessness comes from is really helpful. Some, so in regards to this segment, fear, fear, fearfulness and judgment, um, that could be a reason. There's a whole world of reasons and I can't unfortunately cover them all in one podcast episode. So I'm here to highlight a few. Another reason people might feel powerless is because of addiction. There's food addictions, there's drug addictions, there's alcohol addictions, there's really many kinds of addictions. And a very common one for a lot of us living in the digital era is screen addiction. There's a lot of tech addiction right now. When it comes to any level of addiction, we have to acknowledge firstly that it is an addiction. And then we have to set boundaries around it or get help or remove it completely from our lives until we can set boundaries around it or we can be okay. That's definitely a really challenging one. I know for so many of us who feel like we have to be connected to our phones and to our laptops for work and for work purposes, not just for social life, but when the social piece, social media in particular, starts to consume a lot of our attention, if Netflix, for instance, is consuming a lot of your time, how can you actually set limited time frames for your usage of it? How can you remove it from your life completely, even if that's a detox for a month, so that you can see how you feel? How can you be a little bit more strict and mother, mothering, fathering, parenting with yourself And the value that it provides to you is you feeling in control again. Obviously, it's a lot lighter when I'm speaking to this in regards to screen time addiction versus drug or alcohol or other substance addictions. Those are more serious. And with those cases, it's very helpful to seek professional support and community support and lean into other people and as I'm not a mental health practitioner, I don't think that it's in my place to really be prescriptive there. Another reason that people can feel a sense of powerlessness and feel they are a lost one is because of mental health issues. There are so many mental health issues. It is so common, actually, to have a lot of different mental health issues, depression, anxiety being the most common to name a few, but there are so many. How can you get the support that you need? How can you firstly acknowledge and normalize the fact that you don't feel in control? How can you call upon help? Are you in a position where you can afford therapy or group therapy? Are there online meetings or forums that you can be a part of? Also thinking about additional medication support. Are you taking medication? Do you have a routine around that? Are you committing to that routine? Are you prioritizing your well-being? Sticking to the routine of our health practices is so incredibly important. When I don't feel like I am being strict around my practices to take care of my mental health, then my mental health starts to slip. It's just direct cause and effect. And so the more that I set boundaries for myself, the better I feel. I think it's really variable depending on our diagnosis or our actual awareness around our mental health issues. Or if we believe that we don't have any, then you're in another camp. And this is a really heavy topic that deserves a lot more 
coverage, but for the purposes of this podcast, I'm going to continue into the last reason factor that people can often feel not powerful, though there are many other reasons. The last reason that people feel lost is because they often feel tired. Similar to making excuses, do you feel overwhelmed or exhausted? Are you willing to let that lead your behavior? Are you feeling powerless because of any particular person in your life? Do you have a... I have a whole future episode about this. Is there an energy vampire in your life? Someone in your life who consumes a lot of energy from you? Are you aware of when they're taking energy from you? If they're giving energy to you? Are you aware if you're an introvert, extrovert? There's so much value in tuning into yourself and your energy levels. If you feel low energy, how can you develop practices and strict routines to get yourself energetically to a higher vibration. Exercising daily, obviously eating less sugar and processed foods and trans fat, and I can do, I always say this, like I'm like, future episode about this, but there's so many topics that deserve a lot more breathing room that I truly love to touch on, but at a high level, the reasons why folks can feel like lost ones are because They don't feel powerful because of judgment of others, fear around that judgment, addiction, mental health issues, or we just feel tired, to name a few. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays. For those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. So learners are people who know that they have power but need to improve. And maybe you're aware or unaware of why things aren't working. But regardless, you're making efforts to improve or want to make those efforts so that you can move forward. People who win, people who are successful, have been lucky in the game of odds. So when you try enough, maybe it's making it to 10 auditions, maybe you land one job. Maybe it's applying to 30 residencies, you land one residency. Maybe you apply to 50 jobs and you land just one, but that is success. (laughs) Landing just one thing is success and all of the time in between through all of the failing and rejection, there is opportunity to continue to improve and doing the same thing and trying again I don't recommend I think it's always worth leveling up even if it's ever so slightly we don't always have to do a complete reorganization of things we don't always have to completely rewrite our brand our story our message our resumes etc but how can we bring them up one notch that is progress that is moving towards success so if you're a learner are you aware firstly of the areas in which 
you need to improve. So the most common way that people fail is in not getting feedback on what they're not doing well, maybe why you're rejected. It's always worth reaching back out to maybe that residency you applied to and asking, hey, what it could have done to been in a position to been a, a better candidate for this opportunity? What could I have done to gotten to get this job? Is there any feedback you can have for the next time that I go around trying for this thing that I care about? That repetition of going for things that you care about on working on yourself is something really truly to be applauded. And if it's not super clear from my words, I hope that this culture wreck helps you see that more deeply. This week, I finished an incredible book that I truly can't recommend enough. The book is called The Sun Does Shine, How I Found Life and Freedom on Death Row by Anthony Ray Hinton. So Anthony Ray Hinton was convicted to 30 years. Well, he was convicted as a felon when he wasn't. He didn't commit any crimes, wrongly convicted, and sat on death row for 30 years. He was released in 2015 and has since been a big advocate on prison reform and the importance of having faith, having compassion towards others and ourselves, and having and reaching forgiveness. Him growing up in Alabama as a black man who was poor was truly the reason that he was wrongly convicted, imprisoned, and not given proper representation. The justice system in the U.S. is unfortunately very much not blind. Most of the people that he was incarcerated with had mental health issues. He describes them as having a lot in common, mental health issues, being poor, being people of color, and most being raised to hate or have been treated with so much hatred in our society that they feel so much helplessness, so much powerlessness, and more than folks actually acting like losers, a lot of them feel lost, truly felt lost. And um, I think the way that he, Anthony Ray Hinton, describes the other people who he was in prison with is incredibly beautiful. His process of working through the rage that he felt towards the injustice he experienced, the rage that he felt towards the people who've wronged him, who falsely accused him, etc. The lack of, of empathy he felt from other people, he was able to eventually forgive them all and truly reach some level of freedom. And the freedom was really truly of the mind and the freedom eventually became of his release in 2015 and his reentry back into life. And the piece of it that relates particularly to this podcast episode is when it comes to the people who are lost and the people who are learning. None of us are losers. We can act like losers if we continue to just bang our heads against the same wall and repeat the same mantra of I'm powerless, it's not my fault, versus actually acknowledging that something is throwing us or not allowing us to feel powerful, or acknowledging that you are powerful, but 
there's an area that needs to be improved in your life. Yeah, it's just particularly tragic that in the case of our justice system in the U.S., it it truly is a lot of lost people who end up incarcerated, Um, a lot of people who deserve to have more mental health support, a lot of people who probably would have access to more support of their mental health if healthcare was affordable, if there was more justice in so many ways, if poverty and um, if money wasn't such a root of power. At the end of the day, many of us can grow tired. Um, where None of us are immune to having feeling defeated after rejection, after experience, trial and tribulation. Um, but I think this story in particular, this story of resilience despite that and so I recommend this book because I think it is one that shows how folks can feel powerful in the most powerless of situations that the ability for us to claim ourselves as successful as progressing is truly yeah this process is truly more internal than anything else And so though I would love for every listener of No Starving Artist podcast to end up rich and famous, I think that fame is not necessarily healthy. I don't think that riches can necessarily always be correlated with happiness. What I'd love for you as a listener is to feel like you feel powerful, to feel like you can create work that you're proud of and consistently share that with the world healthy wealthy and wise awesome so thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode i think we're in a wonderful rhythm of exchange share questions that you have for me to be answered on the podcast at hello at morebyher.com please as always leave a review tell a friend share this podcast on social And I'd love to know what you've been liking, what you've not been liking. You can hit me at Anissa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. You're no starving artist. You're no loser. Don't even like try to erase that language completely from your vocabulary if possible. That would be wonderful. I'm grateful to be learning and growing with you. I appreciate you.